There's, of course, a lot of understandable excitement around Sean Payton and Tom Brady potentially teaming up with the New Orleans Saints next season, but what are the actual likely quarterback scenarios for 2023? We got all of that and a little bit of land yap for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked On Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much as always. Make it Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, we're free and available on all podcast apps and on YouTube as well. And I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter, your New Orleans Saints expert, credential member of the media, CrescentCitySports.com, USA Today Saints Wire, Tuesdays on Locked NFL. And here with you every single Monday through Friday and then some on Locked on Saints. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever wanted to be an NFL general manager and control your own football franchise? Well, now you can with my favorite mobile game ever. To download the game yourself, just visit ultimate-gm.com. Com or search Ultimate Football GM in your app store. Our listeners are also going to get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code LOCKED ON, all caps, in the game store. Tell you more about them later on today's episode. It's War Room Wednesday. Loving the name. Loving the name. So we're going to dive into some of the biggest questions around the New Orleans Saints. Got three of them for you again this week. Pleased to see one of them was actually about this weekend's game. Can the New Orleans Saints actually beat the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly for the first time in three years? We'll break that down. And of course, we'll also talk about that throughout the rest of the week as well. Is Tom Brady and Sean Payton is pairing? Is that even possible? Let alone, is it likely? Is it possible? We'll break down why it is. But first, what's the more likely, the most likely quarterback scenario for the Saints in 2023? I've got three scenarios for you, one of which we can kind of rule out, but it's still more likely than the Sean Payton and Tom Brady thing. And we'll start there. The New Orleans Saints, I don't think, would be interested in trading for Derek Carr. This has been a question that is starting to come up because on Wednesday, the Las Vegas Raiders made the decision, curious decision, to no longer start Derek Carr, who does lead the NFL in interceptions right now with 14. How much of that is Derek Carr? How much of that is Josh McDaniels? Just asking. But moving on from Derek Carr for the rest of the season, and with the intent of starting and getting a look at some of the young talent, including Jarrett Stidham, who will be the starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders. So then the question came about because of the connection between Dennis Allen and Derek Carr. Dennis Allen was the head coach in then Oakland for the Raiders in 2014 when the Raiders drafted Derek Carr 36th overall. So could the connection between Dennis Allen and Derek Carr be strong enough that the two would, they would join forces in New Orleans in 2023? How strong is that connection really though, right? That was Dennis Allen's final year in Oakland at that time. Wasn't there long. Did he ha really have an opportunity to develop a, enough of a relationship with Derek Carr to nine years later, turn around and say, yeah, go get me that guy. And sure, sure. Derek Carr is a, his guy, right? He's a Dennis Allen guy because he drafted him, but Dennis Allen could go and get his own guy in the second round this year. Not 36 overall, hopefully, but better, you know, but a little bit later than that, he, he could still go and get his guy, right? So for me, the, the, the deciding factor about whether or not Derek Carr would end up in New Orleans is how does he change teams? Because he's still got three years left on the deal. 
They structured the deal so that the two could split pretty e- pretty cleanly, Derek Carr and the, the Raiders organization, uh, after this season. And it seems like that could be the next step in all of this, right? If I was Derek Carr, I, I might want out too. But how do the Raiders move on from him? Well, the first thing they're going to want to do is trade him because he's still got three years left on the deal, right? And whether they trade him or they cut him, it's the same situation. Pre-June 1, they save over $29 million. Post-June 1, they save over $33 million because it defers some of the dead money down the road. If they cut him, then sure. But if you have to trade to get him, I don't think the New Orleans Saints are going to do that. That's not what good organizations do. You don't have a first round pick. What are you going to do? Invest a sec- the second round pick that you could use to invest in a guy that's younger, that you can work into that position or go and grab a guy that's been injured, that hasn't played very well, that hasn't really been a playoff quarterback, all these other things, right? Like You're going to pay a premium for him because he's a quarterback. So you're going to pay for a mid-level quarterback, but you're going to pay a little bit of a premium on him because of the fact that he's a quarterback. So the value doesn't make sense. So the only re- way, and, and plus the Jets, the Colts, the Panthers, uh, the Texans, there are a lot of teams that could be interested in getting a Derek Carr by the end of the year. And the Raiders may also not move on from him either, right? So when I look at the way that this all breaks down, I could see this as more likely than Peyton and Brady, right? But I don't think it's the best choice. The other likely quarterback scenario for the Saints is simple. Andy Dalton's back, right? Whether it be before the end of this year or over the offseason, you re-sign or extend if you do it before the season's over. Andy Dalton, have him back in New Orleans in 2023. He's completed 66% of his passes. He's got a QB rating over 95. He's doing fine. He hasn't been, you know, he's not a world beater. He's not a, he's not a game changer at the position. So I think you would still have to draft somebody behind him to groom that can be that playmaking quarterback that has mobility, raise the floor of your most important position on the field by getting a mobile quarterback. I think that's probably your most likely scenario is that Andy Dalton's back, but you're grooming the next quarterback already behind him. Here's an interesting caveat to that, though. Could Dennis Allen entertain the idea, if he's the, the, the head coach of 2023, which again, I expect will be the case, would he entertain the idea of Taysom Hill competing with Dennis Allen, excuse me, competing with Andy Dalton for the starting quarterback spot over the course of the offseason? So here's qu- quarterback scenario number three. Yeah, we can talk about Jameis Winston, but it just looks like all paths are headed to a split between the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston this offseason. They would say $4.4 million. The $11.2 million of dead cap is kind of nothing. You could probably post it as a post-June 1 transaction as well, save a little bit more money that way. There are ways to kind of get around and skirt all that. Um, The issue is that $5.8 million becomes guaranteed March 17th, so it makes it a little bit tougher, right? So you kind of have to move on from early on in the offseason, give them an opportunity to go somewhere else and maybe actually land a role somewhere. So do you give Taysom Hill an opportunity here with the same caveat of developing a young quarterback, mobile quarterback in the background? And you have to change over your offensive coordinator if you're going to do this. You got to get a quarterback whisperer in the building. You got to get somebody that can develop quarterbacks. Yeah, you'd have to do that. But I wouldn't be surprised to see an offensive coordinator change no matter what going into 2023. So there's another interesting idea, and one that I don't think is as far from reality as some people may want it to be. Taysom Hill could be the New Orleans Saints starting quarterback in 2023, where they devise a system around a mobile quarterback, a, a, a somewhat mobile quarterback, right? A more mobile quarterback than 
uh, than a Jameis Winston, a more mobile quarterback than uh, uh, an Andy Dalton, and then build a system that would later be taken over by a young mobile quarterback, like a Hendon Hooker, like a uh, a Will Levis, like a uh, Jaron Hall, like a Cameron Ward, whomever. Or you build that system for the next year, right? You find a way to get a Caleb Williams, whatever. You know what I mean? Like that to me then becomes the other scenario. And I don't think, I don't think that it's too far away from reality. Not outside of the realm of possibility is the return of Sean Payton and the courting and acquisition, that's what I was looking for, of Tom Brady. Is it likely? No. Is it possible? Yes. I'll tell you why as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Today's episode of Locked on Saints brought to you by our friends over at Ultimate Football GM, my favorite mobile app in the world. Listen to me. I don't play mobile games. It's not really a thing. I'm barely starting to get into gaming at all. Got any tips? Let me know. But this has been awesome. I love Ultimate Football GM. It's super simple. It gives you an opportunity to take over a, 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 a bottom of the league NFL franchise. You get the number one pick. Then you get to go on to hire the right coaches and coordinators, staff, scouts, uh, 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 psychologists, sports psychologists, everything, right? Everything you can imagine you can do. You can upgrade facilities. You simulate games. You make draft picks. You could trade for players. You sign free agents, all of that. You manage a salary cap, all that good stuff. It's super, super cool. Ton of fun. Really scratches that itch if you're, you're a football nerd for the things off the field as well. Locked on Saints listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise by simply using the promo code locked on in all caps and all one word in the game store. That's locked on in all caps, all one word. So make sure that you check it out today. To download the game, visit ultimate-gm.com or search ultimate football GM in your app store today. That's ultimate-gm.com or ultimate football GM in your app store. Start your dynasty today. All right, family, continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thanks again so much as always. Make it Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Sean Payton, Tom Brady with the New Orleans Saints. Could it happen? Is it even possible? Let alone likely, is it possible? Yes, it is absolutely possible. Let's break down why. For your second listen today, also make sure you go and check out Locked on Sports today, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well, giving you everything you need to know around the world of sports in 20 to 25 minutes. Super cool. Love that show. Watch it every morning. Okay. The New Orleans Saints. I said this in, in, in the episode earlier today on Wednesday that no matter who says otherwise, whether it's the NFL, <laughs> whether it's NFL fans or fans of other NFL franchises, whatever, no matter who says otherwise, the New Orleans Saints will make headlines. The New Orleans Saints will be relevant every single year. Right. This is a team that has gone from massive continuity, consistency, all that stuff to now massive unpredictability. So they made headlines one way. Now they're about to start making headlines the other way. Whether it's because of this particular situation or another situation, the New Orleans Saints are going to be a big focus this offseason. So let's break this down. Is it possible that Sean Payton could return to the New Orleans Saints? Let's start there. The answer there is undoubtedly yes. It's absolutely possible. We know the New Orleans Saints love Dennis Allen, uh, Mickey Loomis, Gail Benson, 
reports came out the same day that this whole other conversation between Sean Payton or, or, or centering around Sean Payton and Tom Brady began came out that the Saints were fully invested in uh, uh, Dennis Allen. But you have to imagine that comes with a caveat, right? And that caveat is unless Sean Payton wants to come back. Sean Payton is a legend for the organization. Sean Payton is somebody that this organization respects highly. And he's probably the only way that you can make a quarterback change away from Dennis Allen without there being a long lasting stain on your organization and its reputation. So if the Saints were interested in moving on from Dennis Allen, A, they're never going to say it publicly until the decision is made. And B, being able to do it while going back to the guy that probably shouldn't have left in the first place, um, even though tried to on several occasions, that doesn't hurt your reputation as much as reopening the position as a whole. So that's a way that that makes sense. And he's technically still under contract with the New Orleans Saints. They own the rights to his contract, all that stuff. He's under contract through what, 2024? So the possibility is absolutely there. The want can be there. The wherewithal could be there. The value could be there. And the contract is already there. So the money doesn't really make too much of a difference. Although moving on from Dennis Allen is kind of cumbersome, right? Because he's on a four-year deal as your head coach. So moving on from him one year in, like that causes an issue. But if that's the organization's direction and that's where they want to go, they have every reason to do it if it comes to bringing Sean Payton back. That's a Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame head coach. I get it. Could Tom Brady end up in New Orleans? That's another question. There were a lot of rumors, if I remember correctly, it was 2019 season when Drew Brees was you know, wrapping up the Pro Bowl, went to Hawaii, and then posted from Hawaii announcing that he was going to come back. There was actually a lot of expectation, and I'll say even more than expectation, that he was going to retire that offseason. And so with that, there was a lot of conversation too, backdoor conversation, and really things you just kind of picked up on afterwards about Tom Brady potentially then being a New Orleans Saint had Drew Brees not returned in 2019. Whether that's true or not, it doesn't matter, right? That's less, That's not as important as the connection. We know Tom Brady, Sean Payton, they want to work together. So could he end up in New Orleans? Yeah, it's also possible. And could the two of them end up in New Orleans together? Yes, it's absolutely possible. Now, the one question that you have to ask when it comes to Tom Brady ending up in New Orleans is, can you make a contract work for him? And is making a contract work for him, uh, Does is it worth it? Is there value for the organization to do that? This is not the same Tom Brady that won a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. We've seen that all season. Now he's had off-season stuff. I mean, sorry, excuse me, off-the-field stuff throughout the season that have had impacts as long as he's not playing against the New Orleans Saints, apparently, to obviously keep in mind all throughout. But it's still not the same Tom Brady that we're accustomed to seeing, right? But is having a 46-year-old Tom Brady a better alternative than the other quarterback scenarios that we discussed if it also means he would be a free agent, you're not trading assets for him. If it also means that you develop a young rookie quarterback behind Tom Brady, does that make a difference for you? Does that move the needle for you to replace Andy Dalton in that developing a young quarterback conversation with Tom Brady or replace Taysom Hill? Kind of, right? Like that other scenario we were talking about to where you want to build a mobile system. You're not going to build a mobile system with Tom Brady. So that's not as much of a one-for-one comparison. So would you rather develop a quarterback a young quarterback with Tom Brady, would you rather develop a young quarterback with Andy Dalton? Like That's kind of the question that you're asking. The other question that you're asking is, would you rather, as an organization, Dennis Allen in a first-round pick, right? assuming you can trade Sean Payton over the course of this offseason, or 
Sean Payton and Tom Brady? And that might be the question you most immediately have to answer, right? Unless Sean feels that he can wait a year and everything like that, then what you're really asking is, you know, Dennis Allen or Dennis Allen, like there's nothing else there. So is there a possibility, right? Is it possible for Sean Payton and Tom Brady to end up in New Orleans next season in 2023 as a coach quarterback tandem? A hundred percent. It's possible. Doesn't mean that it's likely. In fact, I think it's not very likely at all, but would be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun to get to cover. Not going to lie to you. I mean, as somebody that loves my job, I would continue to love my job one way or another. So is it possible? Yeah, absolutely. Coming up next, can the New Orleans Saints, is it possible <laughs> that the New Orleans Saints could actually beat the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly after losing them two, week, two years Excuse me, in a row? We're going to break that down as we continue on to wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints. Today's episode brought to you by Audible. Audible is releasing a whole slate of new football podcasts that you're sure to love that's why you can find a bonus episode of The League over at Locked On NFL's uh, podcast page. Narrated by Super Bowl champion Richard Sherman, as well as sports broadcaster Taylor Rooks, they're bringing you an eight-part docuseries about some of the most bizarre, inspirational, and unlikely stories connected to America's favorite sport, football. You have a really cool episode up on Locked On NFL for you to check out. That bonus episode is one called the Way of the Cowboy, which is all about the incredible story of the 1977 Dallas Cowboys that brought in Bruce Lee's protege to teach their defense martial arts, thereby changing in, ushering in a whole new approach to the way that the league trains. You can find that equal parts history, entertainment, and social commentary as well. Head over to Locked on NFL for that bonus episode or of the league, or you can catch the full The League series wherever you get your podcast available. Now, Audible get in the game. Let's get it. Houdat Nation wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints. Can the New Orleans Saints beat the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly for the first time in two years? Technically three years. This will be the third straight year that the Saints and the Philadelphia Eagles have played in Philadelphia and have matched up with one another. New Orleans Saints have lost the previous two outings. Could they get it done this weekend? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. It's unlikely. <laughs> it's unlikely, but it's possible. It's possible. And one of the reasons why it's possible is that the Philadelphia Eagles are trending in terms of their health to a not good direction, right? They're trending down in terms of health. The New Orleans Saints are kind of riding this area of some players are getting healthy at the same time as other players' seasons are ending. <laughs> Which isn't great, right? Um, Cesar Reese's season is over, but Eric McCoy is back. Andrews Pete's season, you know, or not season is over, but Andrews Pete got hurt in last week's game. And so his status for this week is is kind of shaky. He's got an ankle injury that he's dealing with. He wasn't at practice when we were out there uh, earlier today. But Chris Olave was back. Juwan Johnson was back. Pete Werner was back, who didn't play last week. PJ Williams was out there. Uh, Justin Evans, who got hurt during last week's game was out there today. Not, I don't even think he was listed on the injury report, if I remember correctly. Um, Alvin Kamara was not out there, but it is not injury related. Don't worry too much about that. That was uh, something, uh, a personal matter uh, that he missed for. And according to Nick Underhill and his sources, it looks like that isn't expected to interfere or impact his availability on Sunday. Uh, so uh, considering all of this, 
I'm just double checking to see if Justin Justin Evans was on the injury report, but he was limited, but he was out there. So considering all of this, there is the chance that the Saints could beat Philadelphia. Philadelphia on Wednesday with the right shoulder injury to Jalen Hurts. He did not participate in practice. Um, tackle Lane Johnson did not participate in practice. Miles Sanders, AJ Brown, or Miles Sanders did not participate in practice. AJ Brown was limited in practice. So there's enough here for you to say, oh, okay, well, if if thing if if the um uh, kind of bricks fall a certain way, then the Saints may actually have an advantage going into this game if the Eagles are without Jalen Hurts. But if Jalen Hurts plays, it's gonna be hard, y'all. It's gonna be real hard. Um, the New Orleans Saints have not fared well against Jalen Hurts. They have not really fared well against mobile quarterbacks. Yes, there are examples of them beating mobile quarterbacks, sure, but uh, Deshaun Watson last week, but that was a pretty, you know, unique game, a unique matchup. The issue with, that Jalen Hurts has always presented is the fact that the entire team can run and he is so incredibly dynamic. And now he's an even better passer from the pocket. So you'll need. The absolute best out of Paulson, Adebo, and Alante Taylor. Marshawn Lattimore limited at practice again. I, look, I, I don't know if we see Marshawn Lattimore for the rest of the season. And in fact, if we didn't, I would completely understand, right? You got two games left in the year. You want the guy to be healthy in 2023. He's dealing with an, a severe internal injury. I'm cool. I'm good. Sit, bro. Like, it's all fine. And so if you're going out there with Paulson, Adebo, and Alante Taylor, you need the game of their lives. Like, this is going to be the game where... You look back at Alante Taylor, and either the needle doesn't move one way or another because you know he he struggles against one of the most talented wide receiver cores in the NFL. You don't really hold that against him, or the needle just goes like fifteen out of ten, right? Starts spinning and spinning and spinning because he shuts one of those guys down, or just has a really good matchup with them, just like he had a great matchup against Devontae Adams and DeAndre Hopkins and some of the other guys that he's gotten to match up with. So it. it Here's the thing. It's not impossible that the New Orleans Saints go out there and beat the Philadelphia Eagles. In fact, it would almost be the most New Orleans Saints thing to happen this year, right? The Saints go to Philly. They beat Philly. The Bucks somehow find a way to lose to Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. The New Orleans Saints then beat the Carolina Panthers here in New Orleans to close out the season. And then the Falcons can't get it done against the Bucks and the Saints miss the playoffs. Like That's the most New Orleans Saints, if you will way for the season to come to an end. And so for the Saints, like I'm not going to rule them out of this game Sunday on New Year's Day against the Philadelphia Eagles because this team has shown that it can win games. And the defense in particular over the course of the past few games has been really good. You'll have to do something completely unprecedented in order to win this game. You'll have to be good against things you've not been good at against all season. And that's the mobile quarterback and all that. But they did that last week, right? The Saints were struggling to run the ball until they had that Atlanta Falcons game the week before. They were struggling to stop the run. They've been struggling to stop the run all week. All of a sudden, they built a game plan around the run game, and they stopped the run against one of the best offensive lines in the NFL in the Cleveland Browns and against a really, really good, in my opinion, the best running back in the NFL in Nick Chubb. They found a way to do it once. They could find a way to get it done again. I do think, though, that the fact that C.J. Garner-Johnson is not playing in this game has such a massive impact. And it could be a massive impact in the favor of the Saints. It could actually have been, or it could have been a massive impact in favor of the Eagles. It could also have been a massive impact in favor of the New Orleans Saints, depending upon what penalties he got called for with all the trash talking and everything like that. So we'll never know. We'll never know what impact that could have had. But 
that's a wild, very different piece of the narrative that we're not discussing for the rest of the week because, well, I'll still talk about it, but you know, that we're not going to be discussing as much this week as if he was in on this matchup. So just some stuff to consider, but watching the injury report is going to be more important this week than any other week we've experienced so far uh, here with the New Orleans Saints this season. And I'm prepared for the Saints to go in there and upset the Philadelphia Eagles, much like the Sean Payton and Tom Brady conversation. Is it likely? No, it's not the most likely outcome, but is it possible? Yeah. Saints could potentially get it done. Coming up tomorrow, speaking of those Philadelphia Eagles, we're talking biggest story, key matchups, and of course, our predictions for that very game with Gino Camilleri of Locked on Eagles. And in the evening episode, our draft profile Thursday episode, Max Duggan from TCU. Could the Saints go from one TCU quarterback to another or even have one TCU quarterback mentoring another if they pair up Andy Dalton and Max Duggan next season? We're going to break that down for you in our episodes tomorrow. Appreciate you as always for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day for your second listen. Make sure you're going to check out Locked on Sports today. Also, don't miss Locked on Pelicans with Jake Madison, Locked on LSU with Caroline Fenton with the Citrus Bowl right around the corner. Some big news around Kayshawn Booty there. And then, of course, also go and check out Locked on HBCU with Darian Gray, Ed Reed, head coach of Bethune-Cookman. Shout out Daytona Beach, Florida. Make sure you go and check all of that out. We'll see you tomorrow here on Locked on Saints. Appreciate you as always making me a part of your day, part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. And trust you, that nation, I'll holla at you.